up my dudes welcome to olympia oddities it is my first time recording this early in the morning and it is my second time recording this episode because i forgot to plug my headphones into the interface and i had them plugged into my laptop so um you could not hear me so good morning i've had more coffee and i'm gonna try this again today i'm covering a jane doe case that has recently gained some media attention at least here in washington Helen Doe, as this unidentified body is now known, was discovered after a tragic fatal accident that involved two semi-trucks colliding near Kalama, Washington. Let's get into the discovery of Helen Doe and the methods investigators have used to try to uncover her true identity and reunite her with her loved ones. It's going to be a bit of a short episode this week. I am recovering from a dental surgery, which is going well. I just don't want to stress out my mouth more than I need to right now because I really don't want to have to go back to the dentist and I'm also terrified of getting dry socket. So forgive me, it's just going to be a little short one, but I think that this is a very interesting case and um, I think that there's like a lot of really exciting um, updated like investigation methods and like techniques that investigators are using to try to identify um, John and Jane Doe's. A semi-truck driven by 26-year-old Lester Dean Harville was headed southbound down I-5 during midday of May 14th. The truck was just outside of Kalama, Washington, when it rear-ended a parked semi. The semi-truck that was rear-ended had stopped for traffic, and the resulting crash was an explosive and fiery one. The collision caused two fatalities, the driver of the at-fault semi, Lester Dean Harville, and his unidentified passenger, a young Native American woman. The unidentified young woman had been severely burned in the crash, which I can imagine made identifying who she was even harder. The Washington State Patrol investigators, who began working on the case, dubbed her Helen Doe after Mount St. Helens, which had been visible in the distance from the crash site. Investigators began to trace the route that Lester Harville had driven. To do this, they used his fuel receipts. They were able to determine that Harville had left Villa Ridge, Missouri on May 7, 1991. They thought that he had possibly made a stop on May 8th in Concordia, Missouri, but it doesn't seem like there is hard, conclusive evidence of this, but it is a possibility. By the next day, the 9th, he was already in Colorado, in Lyman. Just past noon on the 10th, he purchased gas in Rock Springs, Wyoming, before reaching Boise, Idaho later that day. They tracked his travels to Baker City, Oregon on the 12th, and he dropped off his shipment in Tacoma, Washington on May 14th. Just a few hours later, his semi-truck would end up rear-ending the other, killing both him and his unknown passenger. Investigators also learned during this time that Lester Harville was known to pick up hitchhikers, even though it wasn't authorized by his trucking company, but no one seemed to know who it was that he had picked up during that journey west. Helen Doe's remains were originally buried in an unmarked grave in Cowlitz County, but her body was exhumed in 2014. This exhumation was done for DNA testing purposes. A DNA sample had previously been collected from Helen Doe, but it wasn't a sufficient enough sample for genealogy testing purposes. Investigators were now able to determine that the woman was likely Native American, like they had originally thought. She was estimated to be around 20 years old, 5 foot 1 to 5 foot 4 inches tall, and they estimated her weight at 110 to 130 pounds. She had dark hair, a tan complexion, high cheekbones, and a gap in her teeth. Investigators working on the case also noted that she had significant dental work done. Helen Doe also had severe scoliosis, and it is assumed that she probably walked with a noticeable limp. 
The outfit she was discovered in consisted of Levi jeans, a gray shirt underneath a black cowboy-style vest, feather earrings, and she was wearing several rings. An updated sketch of Helen Doe has been released, created by the same artist who did the original sketch. Natalie Murray, the artist, created the new sketch using updated techniques and skills. The State Patrol released a press release that explained that the group, lost and missing in Indian country, helped make the updated sketch a reality. Helen Doe's remains are now being kept at the Cowlitz County Coroner's Office until she is identified and returned to her loved ones. DNA, dental records, and x-rays are all available as tools to help confirm Helen Doe's identity, if someone is able to come forward with a possible match. Anyone with information should call the State Patrol's cold case team at 425-401-7740 or email stacy.moate at wsp.wa.gov and the reference number for this case is 00-004956. I hope someday that Helen Doe, along with the other 146 and probably more, unidentified missing person cases in Washington are able to be identified with how rapidly the technology around these things are growing, and I hope that they are reunited with their families so they can experience that closure and let healing start to begin. Thank you for listening to Olympia Oddities. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave me a five-star rating, share me on your social media, or tell a friend. You can follow us along at um, Olympia Oddities Podcast on Instagram or our Facebook group, Olympia Oddities Podcast got lots of fun discussion going on with in there memes my friends are always sharing stuff I try to share local events that are going on you know just all of that good stuff I'm Trista and my personal Instagram is at saloon ghost and until next time friends 